0: A little bit of theory right now. I mean, the guy made what 15 million last year, and his salary was supposed to be, I think, 900 thousand, but the rest was in bonuses and um, stock. Off. Well, he sold a bunch of his Activision stock last year as well. I have a news item right here. I'll send you guys. Uh, it says in 1990, Bobby Kotick bought 25 percent of failing video game maker Activision for 440 thousand. So, from there, you know the. There was a $19 billion merger with Vivendi a couple of years back. So the man made a lot of money from uh, the in the last like, you know, 20 years about. So right now, I mean, he's, he's made his money. I mean, is he, is he trying to make as much money as he can before he burns the company mm-hmm. and runs away? We don't know. It's very possible. I mean, his attitude hasn't indicated anything else but that. So... Harmonix wouldn't have allowed that shit.
1: No way. No way. No, they would. They don't even put celebrities in their games. Except for the, the They said...
0: Yeah. They always <laughs> say that they're musicians first and, and game designers second.
1: Exactly. Which is why their games are more realistic, more fun to play, and less... Um, I want to say the word processed. Guitar Hero just feels... <laughs> just feels like they threw it in a machine made some adjustments bang out the door you go rock band it seems like they sat down they mapped everything out it's just it's better presentation better visuals i was a guitar hero guy from the beginning and now if you're seeing what harmonics can do i'm just I, i barely play guitar hero anymore
0: Jesus Christ, I mean, can we not have all these pussies, you know, saying, Oh, we can't have porn on video games. we not have porn on the Xbox? Put a dedicated channel, let people download their porn. If they want to see Girls Gone Wild, let them. There's actually a bunch of others that, that companies have done over the years. So Square Enix have done two. And one was for um, Crystal Chronicles for anyone who used R4 cards. Um what is it? Uh you got on a boat and you could not get off the boat at the beginning of the game if you used our R four cards Like you'd get on the boat and then it'd just be a never ending boat ride. Nice.
2: Yes. It's fun. I like oh, no, wait, that was that's Dragon why I play like games.
0: That, that was Dragon Quest five. For for Crystal Chronicles it was a uh, twenty minutes of gameplay and then they'd be like you get the the game over screen, but it wasn't like game over, it was like the you beat
2: the game screen. It was like
0: Thanks for playing.
2: <laughs> no matter where you were. Yeah, no matter where you were after 20 minutes. So it was, it was like, like a like kiosk that. demo then. Basically, yes.
1: Yeah. buddy of mine has one of those cards, and he said, This is so awesome. I downloaded the Kingdom Hearts Japanese version. You should check it out. So I pick it up, and I start playing, and it takes you through the opening montage. Roxas gets up out of his bed, walks away, and the game freezes. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> that's, that's it. You get the, you get the opening the opening montage your guy gets up and then bang it's over Absolutely.
0: yeah but you know what my theory on that is that's the actual game for some japanese players like they, they released that probably a year before the actual game and, and the japanese players still paid like 50 bucks for it because they're that like diehard like, oh my god
2: <laughs> diehard kingdom hearts fans hard, yeah. look you know, it's roxas yay his, his
0: square is just shitting on you
2: yeah it's not like they haven't done it before
1: Speaking of uh, Kingdom Hearts, there was a poll taken in Japan of the uh, what's what gaming series they'd like to be translated into anime. Um, Persona Four, believe it or not, was number
2: one. Yeah, make a really good anime? Followed yeah, by it Phoenix, looks like anime.
1: Followed by Phoenix Wright, which I'm all about. Phoenix Wright was number two, and then the, the rest the rest of the list in this order: Okami which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts, which, yeah, sure. All right. Idol Master, which I have no opinion on because I don't know what the hell it is to begin with. <laughs> um, Metal Gear Solid, I've been saying that for years. Cool. Yakuza, Yakuza I never got into. Kyle's favorite is number eight, Blaze Blue. Um, I'd like to see that actually, though. Yeah, I mean, that, that'd that be a, yeah, it wouldn't be. And then Persona 3 is number nine. And then number 10 is
0: uh, Atelier Rorona. I don't know what the hell that is. But, I'm sure all the uh, little anime kids know what that is. They're like, you don't know what that is? Oh, my God.
1: I'm yeah, they, they just shut off the podcast after I said I didn't yeah. know what it was. I didn't even get to hear the topic they're going to talk about because she doesn't know what that anime game is.
0: I like piracy. You know, like, I've pirated games before and played it beyond the demo and then said, like, you know what? I'm going to go out and buy this because I want it now cuz it's it's worth my money cuz you know or maybe some games didn't have demos and i had to pirate it and then you know i bought it after i played it so
1: i, I, I like the idea of an extended demo so right if there's a game i'm not sure about i uh, i might download it play it and then be like all right cool i'm good with this and then go get it it's it's the, it's the it's the not knowing that kills games if someone right. doesn't, if someone doesn't know about it, they won't buy it. But if they know a little more than a demo can give them, I really think that that um, release a demo before the game comes out, sure, but then release the same demo with all the mechanics that you tweaked in the right. final version, because if that demo still has a, a bug in it that's not in the final version, and someone plays the demo after the game comes out, they're going to be like, oh no. this is terrible, I can't deal with this, but if you fix the bug in the demo as well then people will be a little more open to buying the games based on demo playing
2: personally demos influence my decision on whether or not to buy a game a lot like I'll play a demo and that will sell me completely because it's playing the game before you have to pay for it It's try before you buy and I think that's a really good thing um, but is a demo
0: of the answer? Uh, I don't know if you have you guys played the path on steam no no um, Well, I, I the other day I went and uh, downloaded a bunch of demos for some uh, indie titles that I wanted to buy because I, I wasn't payday yet and then I was like anticipating payday I'm like okay, what am I gonna buy when payday comes so I, I queued up a bunch of these games downloaded them and I noticed the path isn't a demo it has a prologue and so the game the Demo, quote unquote, takes place before the actual game, so you're down uh-huh. an actual part of the game that like is relevant to the whole game. So instead of like playing a game and then or playing a demo, getting to this part that like, that's like maybe just cut from the game, and then having to play the game and then you play that demo part, and you're like, oh yeah, I've already played this before. Let's just go through it, you know? Like make that demo of value possibly, like. Can other people do that? Right. And will that cut, will that cut down on piracy a little bit because they'll have this connection with that?
2: They're actually getting a part of the game it? for free. Less yeah, exactly. Less desire to get something. Yeah, that's a a good question. I would like <laughs> that. I think that's a great idea to I have, have too, something yeah. that's actually relevant to your game.
0: I hate demos in story based games because then you're going through that again. Like I oh, yeah. I typically don't. Watch movies twice anymore because I just want to see a new movie. I don't want to revisit something I've already seen before, and I hate doing that in games. Like I haven't played the Batman Arkham Asylum demo just because I know that I'm going to play the entire thing through. You know, right? Yeah, I hear that. Um,
1: I uh, I like I really like the idea of like a uh, the demo being its own thing. That could be that could be huge if a demo would give some kind of value. Maybe even like I've always I've always wondered why companies haven't done this yet. But achievements for demos. Mm. Free achievements I think would make demos ten times more popular than, say, the the idea of pirating, because that would be downloading a game and getting and adding to your gamer score for nothing. And not only that trying out a game that you would want to play or like if you beat the demo you get an item in the game for download some kind of incentive in that demo they do it with pre-orders why not do it with demos
2: Mm -hmm. yeah and with demos it would be a more appropriate scenario to get a bonus in the game than a pre-order bonus which i hate by the way
0: (laughs) i think that should be applied where it's most relevant too i'd I think in like maybe a game like Geometry Wars, it's it's totally cool. But for a game like Batman or something where you're getting an in-game item that takes you out of the narrative experience a little bit more, right? Or or it makes people play the game to get the achievement, or they play the demo to get achievements, and then their their experience of the narrative somehow is hampered or is somehow diminished. Then yeah. then I, I I don't like it as much because I'm I'm just so tired of, of people screwing up the narrative for these trivial means.
2: Well, that's the thing. You could marry those two ideas. You could make these pre-release segments, not demos, have the achievements, but still not be clipped from the main game, unless it's something like uh, Geometry Wars or like a puzzle game where there's nothing really to to take away from the final experience. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that that would be a great, great way to get your game out there, get the most people playing it, and the the more people who play it, the more opportunity you have to sell because out of that group of people, somebody's going to like it and buy it because they played it. And if they never had a reason to play the, the demo or prologue, then they may not have and they may not buy the game. But because there's that incentive they will
1: but then again you can't make the demo or prologue so important to the narrative that you miss something huge because someone could play right. a game without playing the demo and then being like wait a minute what the hell I'm missing yeah, something exactly. yeah there's
2: certainly out. a balance that you have to maintain yeah,
1: I agree. makes sense to me let's do it call, him up. So- call Bobby Coddick he can be first um, hey
2: Bobo what's up dude hey. Hey. you stop
0: being a dick <laughs>
1: There were Fs and S's flying all over the place in this podcast, so I guess. Are you
0: trying uh, to avoid that because Kyle knows like a sailor? <laughs> the,
1: <laughs> limit the fuck shit piss talk.
0: I don't know if I can do that, but I'll
1: try. It's tough, it's tough. I,
0: I I had a couple like I let go a couple too, so it's not just you. One of the first things I always ask my students on like the first day of class, I'm like, Do you have any problems with swearing or are like racist remarks or stabs at religion? I'm mostly, No. I'm like, Okay, good, because uh, I like to swear and I like to make racist stabs and mar- and laugh at religious stuff. So
2: <laughs> nice. Awesome. awesome.
0: Nice. No, oh God, I got some more stuff. I could sit here all day.